Hey there, and welcome to What Z Said, a podcast for the people, things that make you go, hmm, and this is the very second episode. My name is Z, I'm no guru, I'm just a deep thinker, and these are my thoughts and I want to share with the world. And today is actually kind of my favorite day, it's Talk About It Thursday. And on this episode, we're going to take about what we thought about on Tuesday, and we're going to add some conversation to it and get other people's thoughts with it. And together with you guys for the culture, we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, we're going to love, we're just going to experience life together. But most of all, we're going to grow. So we got our guest host here. If you go by the name of Ariel. Ariel, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Well, like Z said, my name is Ariel. Um, I... I do a lot of things. Um, I am a serial, what people call a serial entrepreneur. Um, but I just like to think of myself as, you know, um, a great friend. So I know on here we're going to be talking about some things that, you know, I feel like me and Z talk about all the time. Right now I'm studying um, to get my master's in counseling. So that's this is so funny that we're talking about this on here tonight. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I definitely, you know, when it came to this topic, I was like, who can I talk to? And I had to call in a buddy, a friend of mine that since day one, I believe, was telling me about toxic. I, <laughs> I swear, right? Like, right, right? If we, if we even go back to, to the day one that we even met, um, a little bit background about us guys is that we used to be coworkers um, in a very interesting, interesting job yeah. that we did. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they <laughs> they paired us together and we met. And the first interaction that she had with me was an interaction that I had with someone else. And the first thing she said to me was like, "That's not healthy." You didn't use the word <laughs> toxic. <laughs> Right. You didn't use the word toxic, but you used the word healthy. And I thought, hmm. And, like, looking at it now, you know, I always wonder, why don't you use toxic, but you always tell somebody healthy? Like, why not use toxic as a word? So, for me, um, just, like, kind of what you mentioned um, in, on your Tuesdays um podcast, um, just introducing this topic, um, I think for me, when I was discovering and trying to unlock things in my own life, I had to ask myself hard questions, and um, the word toxic kept coming up, um, and for me, I think using, I think using the word unhealthy um, or healthy was, you know, um, a better choice of words for me personally because of how I identified some of the things that I was allowing to go on in my life. I feel like healthy and unhealthy is what it, is what leads to or the, the highway to being toxic or not. So when you discover something, the first stage I feel like it would be healthy or unhealthy. If you continue to do unhealthy things, then your life as a result will become toxic. 
Now, if you are uh, healthy or, you know, practicing um, having healthy habits and, you know, healthy relationships, you know, your life is going to be um, the opposite of toxic. So basically that's why, uh, that's how I kind of came up with, that's why I say healthy and unhealthy because that is ultimately the, 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 the smaller steps or the, the smaller things until you get to a lifestyle of, you know, toxicity. Right. <laughs> no, I definitely agree. It wasn't a word that I even used until I got out of my situation where I continued to allow it. But what I also talked about like on Tuesday was, was checks and balances and accountability. And I know that we have to hold ourselves accountable. But one thing I do know is that you hold me accountable for my actions. For sure. Um, <laughs> I, For sure. <laughs> you do. You, you know, and we could be real about it. I mean, how how is it like being a friend of mine? I will say this, y'all. One thing about uh, Z is that <laughs> she is a, like, a live wire happy person, and she wants to love people. When she loves, she loves hard. And she's, just, she's very, like, she's a, a free a free person, you know, and I started to see things in her when we started to hang out more, and I started to see things that she was allowing in her relationships. And as a friend, I hope y'all have friends that can keep it real with y'all and, like, you know, tell you when they see something and you give them that space to be able to speak into your life like that. But what I saw was that Z had settled. And what I mean by that, she was in, you know, um, I talk about it. You talk about it. Let's talk oh, about okay, it. Okay, 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 okay. I'll just say it. All right. <laughs> she was in a relationship where, I mean, y'all, the first day we were, like, uh, we were paired up and we were doing, like, our assignment or whatever, and she gets a call on the phone, and she was very, very nice. You know what I'm saying? She had missed the call. She was like, oh, you know, my girl called or whatever. And um, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, you know, call back, you know, whatever. And she was doing that anyway. So she gave her a call back. She picked up the phone and, like, snapped. But this was after Z had apologized. She was like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I was in the middle of, you know, um, working. But, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I'm I'm good. Like, everything's good. And the girl snapped on her. I was like, um, how is she going to snap on you? You just apologize. You being real nice. And she just hung up in your face like that. <laughs> I was like, that's 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 not healthy. And like I said, you can identify those small things that are like you know healthy and unhealthy. And if you have like a pattern of unhealthiness, it can it leads to your 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 relationship or your lifestyle being toxic or welcoming those toxic things. So when I started to realize and watch her more, I was like, yo. You, this relationship is not like I was like this. Something gonna have to give. Like she's either gonna have to have a, a come to Jesus moment and like try to get healthy herself, <laughs> or you know you're gonna have to leave because you can't just continue to allow someone to kind of you know put you make you feel like you're you know you're at fault for something. You start to you know become like comfortable and like I don't even want to you know like label it like abuse, but you just become comfortable in the toxic situation. Yeah. And all of us have done that at some point. Right, right. And I think that, that definitely leads into us thinking about uh, being able 
being content. Yeah. Like that that word content is 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 actually dangerous. You know, I'm content um, mm-hmm. because it's such a lukewarm position. I would say. Yeah. Like when you are content in your friendships, when you're content in your job, you right. know, you're not looking to to grow. You're not looking to lose. You literally have no expectations. And then um, somebody said to me recently, you know, I asked them, well, why did you stay? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why did you stay in your in your situation that you deemed unhealthy, right? We're going to no longer use toxic mm-hmm. for the rest of this one. We're going to use unhealthy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about unhealthy. Like, why did you stay in your unhealthy situation? And they said I was comfortable and I didn't know better. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, whew, you get so content and you get so used to doing everything in a monotone way that when it's time to take that leap, you're scared and you make excuses as to why you're not making the leap. And that's true. That's fact. That makes so much sense. And to even, like, take it a step further, like, when people I know for sure, because I was one to do this too, but sometimes you're afraid of what life would look like outside of your situation because you're so used to the situation that you're in that it became your, you know, your lifestyle, like it's normal for you, regardless of if, if it's healthy or unhealthy, you've gotten used to it. So now the unknown seems to be more frightening than the demon that you already know. So you decide to basically cheat yourself out of, what that would look like just out of fear of mm-hmm. losing something. And in turn, you you end up losing yourself in that situation. Mm. Mm. Things that make you go, hmm, right? <laughs> like, right, yeah. Moment. Mm. And it, you actually do speak on it, the fear of, of, of the unknown. And I don't know. I used to be afraid of of not knowing what's yeah. coming next, and I mean I'm no perfectionist. I always lived on a contingency plan, but now I move on not a condition based mindset, right. and I try to move forward with you know this is going to work, and if it don't work, it's going to work, you know. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah, I feel you. You can't you can't move move without it, and that's how somebody just asked me like, why did toxic even be the first first episode? And I just wanted to have that word come out and it be done. We don't have to bring up that word again because it's such a trendy word. But let's take right. it into a step forward of holding ourselves accountable for for ourselves and and using accountability in our friendships and using accountability in our our family because we don't even talk about how it could be unhealthy to have certain family relationships. Speak on it. That's real right there. That's real right there. That's real. We use that. Well, they still family. 
And did we ever even say how it makes us feel, knowing that it makes us feel some type of way? Right. Do we yeah. do we check our family, or is it just right. because we have respect levels on different different areas? If they may be older, you know, an elder, or even just you know a young a young buck that just got born into the family. Um, do we check them? Do we say like this ain't this ain't it? I don't want it. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't want it. I love you, but I need to love you from a distance right now because I You speak it real. <laughs> and I I just I noticed that we we excuse family for mm-hmm. the detriment of our mental sometimes. For sure. And that's real. And they even put a, a twist on that, like even talking about family, there's there's there are ways to be unhealthy even in friendship and have okay. unhealthy, unrealistic expectations out of your friends and out of people in general. Okay. And then to even put a twist on it even further, you can actually locate your own unhealthiness in what you expect from other people around you. Oh, okay. Yeah. That went a little deeper into that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had that to ask myself, myself the tough questions too, guys, so that's how I know from personal experience. I located how where my unhealthy places were because of what my expectations were for other people, especially my friends and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> so hmm. wait. What was one of the one of the expectations that you had? Because I know I got I had some, and I think I still got some. And if I think about it right now, I'm like, ooh, does that qualify? So I'm gonna as a give friend? right. So I'm gonna give a broad one, but one that's still very like it, it can cut. Mm. My expectation for my friends used to be for them to love me the way that I love them. Ooh. And the thing is, I'm a person, and Z will tell you, I'm a person, when I'm in relationship and I'm in friendship with people and whatever we got going on, even if it's like a romantic relationship I'm in, whatever it is, I go 1,000. And <laughs> I used to expect that to be reciprocated only because I know that's how I want to be treated too, but you know, I just, that's how I am. That's how I how I grew up, and that's what I take pride in. I take pride in loving the people around me. But what I realize is it's okay for me to want to be loved that way, but that's unnecessary pressure to put on the people around you that love you anyway. So even though that's why if you guys haven't, like, the five love languages, that's why it's important for you to, you know, get to know your friends and, you know, because the main thing is it's a miscommunication. You're being loved, just not the way that you can, you know, you, you want to receive it. So if a person loves you and they're a person that loves to give gifts, they're going to show you love by giving gifts, even if you're a person that you like words of affirmation. But you're not going to feel fulfilled because you haven't received those words of affirmation. Yeah, you received that person's gift, but you still don't feel like, you know, you've received the love that you want. So you'll never value it the same. So, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't get into that, you know, that 
that that friendship that friendship topic is definitely going to be talked about um, a little bit yeah. more deeper. But yeah. like you said, we do find we find faults in our friends, but we don't even check ourselves for why do yeah. we find the fault in them. And not only do we find fault, but do we talk about it? Like, have you talked about it to your friends? Like, hey, look, I am a very intimate friend, right? And people think intimacy is just about sex. Intimacy is just about lust or the way that you work with the bedroom eyes, right? No, fam, they ain't really grown. They ain't really grown. Speak on it. Speak on it. Like, intimacy is something that's completely different than just right a relationship. But if you are that type of intimate friend, like, do you speak on your expectations? Do you give your friends expectations? Like, I would you... say. Oh, um, go ahead. I would say I I do like for me because I am that type of friend. Like, I mm-hmm. I want to be. I want to be. I want to walk with you through everything. I want to see you grow. I want to see you win. Um, I want to share those moments. You know, good, bad, ugly, indifferent. I want to be there. So yes, I'm that that friend, that intimate friend. But um, I do. I believe it's important. You know, for people that are um, intimate friends to speak on. You know how they do friendship. I think that's a healthy thing to do when you have a new friend. Or if mm-hmm. you, even with older friends, I think you guys should have that, those conversations about what what is this friendship like? What does it entail? Because I have associates that I don't that I'm not intimate with. You know, um, I have right. associates that I I mean I help them, I say things, you know, and whatnot. But it's not the same level as the one that I'm doing life with. You know what I'm saying? So I believe that those expectations, not expectations, those boundaries should be set by you internally as a person to you know. Um, say, okay, this is what I can give um, and this is what I can't because this is the type of relationship that I'm in with this person. Right. So that's how you discover it, that and conversation. So what, okay, so I also come with this one, right? So okay. we're setting boundaries. We're talking about boundaries. I'm all about boundaries. I, I love a good <laughs> boundary. <laughs> uh-huh. But you see that they did something that causes your eyebrows to raise. And and in essence, that's a red flag for you, right? Do mm-hmm. you automatically talk about said red flag? And do you also say, are we learning from the red flag? Or are they using that, this is who I am, it's what happened to me, so that's why I act the way I act? Are you yeah, there... Are you willing to help them learn from themselves? Gotcha. Is this in friendship or like a relation, like a romantic relationship? This is in. We can keep it broad. We can keep it friendship, relationship, shoot. Okay, because I feel like family. there's a different approach to both of them. Okay. Um, just because of the level of intimacy that you go, but for mm-hmm. a French, for a friend, I feel like you know. People have that day, you know, like sometimes you you going to get the brunt of something. Like I feel like if that person isn't consistent with a, a, the said, uh, with the said uh, type of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, actions that they're, you know, um, giving, I would mm-hmm. say 
watch to see if it happens, if he's like, if this is like a pattern. Because if it's a pattern, then that's different. I'd be like, okay, this is a huge red flag. Um, but if it's something that's not consistent or that happened once or once um, or twice, then you're like, oh, okay, I'll just make sure I'll note that. Um, but if this is something like there, this is how they are, um, as a friend, you have to have an honest conversation with yourself. Do I want to, am I going to be able to take this? Like, as a friend, am I going to be able to, you know, have them talk to me like this? Or am I going to be able to deal with, you know, these rants or outbursts? Or let's just say, you know, y'all y'all fight, like y'all go fist cup. You know, am I going to be able to be in this friendship and I fight my friend every so often? You know, it's it's up to you. Of course, I can tell you what's healthy and what's not. <laughs> right. Um, I I just say you have to use your, your, your better judgment. And pause, sidebar, in these conversations that you have with yourself, they are totally and completely um, necessary, but this is the thing. You have to be honest with yourself. If not, then there's no need for you to even ask yourself any questions if you don't plan on being honest with yourself. Yeah, you have to speak back. These are not rhetorical questions that you yes, that you speak. Exactly. People confuse exactly. it. Like they, they can ask a question like, why am I doing this? And then never answer themselves. And then you're yes. sitting there still asking yourself why. And it's like, no, you have to talk back. People think you're yeah. crazy, but no, you exactly. have to talk back. Mm-hmm. Or don't lie to yourself either. If you're like, oh, this is healthy, and he's, you know, and you've been slapped by your boyfriend five times, oh, this is healthy, and you know it's not healthy, like, that's not okay. You can't right. sit there and lie to yourself and expect change. Mm. I just don't. I just I just can't. But if it's a romantic relationship, I'm a little bit more, um, this is so bad, but <laughs> I'm a little more stern. On mm-hmm. those relationships, because this is somebody like, you know, with my friends, I give them a little more leeway, but if I'm trying to, you know, spend my life with this person, you know, I look a lot more closely because they're going to be in, they're going to have access to parts of me that no one else will, you know? So it's more of a me protecting myself in the future to make a good choice. So if I'm, you know, dating this person, and I see them do something one time, I'm like, okay, but that second time, I'm like, uh-uh. Something ain't right, X, Z. I'm, <laughs> I the, uh-uh. shut it down quick. <laughs> I'm quick. And, you know, people are, you know, they can make mistakes and whatnot, but I'm like, I watch those red flags, red flags more closely because if you watch people, they'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So how how are you doing with, you talk about the quarantine, you know, and and meeting people. Like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Things that make you to... go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's like, wow. You sit there you with you in the you in the quarantine, mm-hmm. right, and you meet somebody, and it. How much of the blueprint of yourself do you give? That's that's a tricky question because um, we kind of talked about this briefly outside of this, but uh-huh. I feel like in this quarantine, people are a lot more a lot more 
vulnerable in a sense more prone to attach to another person because Mm -hmm. of the lack of other things or distractions around them. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, to add on the fact that you're not really seeing other people like that, so then it really makes you feel or long for, you know, uh, that that person or those people to talk to those people and you don't want to be alone, you know. And then a lot of the times people don't start to figure out why they're feeling away, so they kind of just cover it up and just keep doing what they're doing, and you end up, you know, shoot, either A, getting into, you know, a relationship, and luckily, I mean, some people I feel like will probably find the right relationship for them because uh-huh. of they don't because they don't have any distractions. But you'll have that other person who's serial dating <laughs> and like just trying to fill a void. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I right. feel like in these times, I think people should be careful and like guard their hearts in a sense uh-huh. um, because it is a really it's a really trying time. Like as much as I joke about, you know, like people in the coronavirus in this time, even myself, y'all, I pick on myself, but even in this time, like, it's, it can be scary, you know, and you can feel lonely, especially if you live by yourself or if you, you know, you're far away from your family or your friends or whatever. So your emotions are there. Like, no matter how much you try to not, you know, uh, give them attention, which is still, that's unhealthy, so you need to acknowledge how you feel. <laughs> right. People got to stop um, ignoring their feelings. Right, legit, because it's not it's not doing anything with making your making your situation worse. Right. But um, yeah, I feel like you shouldn't really expose yourself too much, but guard your heart to a certain extent, unless you're one of those people who are, you know, pretty healthy and you can understand how you're feeling and where your feelings are coming from, and you kind of read a situation well. And I mean, go for it. Why not? But if you you're not healthy, you're on your way. Just be careful. Just guard your heart. I'm not saying don't talk to nobody. You know, just guard your heart. Right, right. I believe in my in my thoughts and what I say is that mm-hmm. if we're going to talk, if we're going to be emotional, if we're going to expose mm-hmm. ourselves in that way, ask the hard question. Yeah. You know, if you know you want kids, it ain't like you pressed to yeah. to have kids the next day. But ask them, do you want kids? If the answer is I no, agree. like, what, let's talk about it. Like, why? Is it because just, like, you're saying, oh, right now? Like, don't just sit there and not, you know, ask those hard questions. Because we are in a day and age where no longer does your favorite color matter. Yeah, no. You know now, I mean? I didn't know your credit score. No. <laughs> no, legit, I was talking to this guy, <laughs> and I think that was one thing that really was like, oh, he really did that. Like, he screenshotted his credit score sent it to me, and this was, like, in the first two weeks of the <laughs> Right. I was like, oh, boss moves, and the fact that he had a – I never met anyone with a higher credit score than mine, and he – I was like – his is higher than I was like, he had, he had like, he had like a 770 something. I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Shout out to the 700 club. <laughs> yo. But, I was like, Ooh. Yeah, it's just all about asking the right questions and everything like that. So yeah, my question sure. to you as we, as you know, we, we end this is, is the word toxic heavily overused? 
You said do we overuse it? Yeah. Is it heavily overused? I think, okay, so this is like a twofold question. Uh I don't think that we overuse it. The only reason why I don't think so, because I do think it's befitting for, you know, to express what we are experiencing or what most people are experiencing in their life. Because, honestly, a lot of the things, I mean, you can switch it out for unhealthy for sure, but a lot of the things that we are experiencing are toxic. You know, and we're just saying, you know, oh, this is toxic, you know, that's toxic. And it's true. A lot of it is, you know, toxic or toxic tendencies, toxic behaviors, whatever you want to call it. You know, if you still color, you know, still white, it is still still. So it's like, you know, it. I don't feel like it's overused. I do feel like, in a sense, to flip, flip it on the flip side, we say it so much but don't do anything about it. Like, when are we going to stop saying, oh, okay, this is toxic, but fix it. So I'm going to try not to be toxic. I need to be healthy. So what I'm going to do is try to instill healthy habits in myself so that I can, in turn, you know, manifest a healthy lifestyle so I no longer have to do that work. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like it's us at the bottom at the bottom line. We need to figure out ways to input healthy habits, and that's talking, you know, finding the root to your situation in your heart. You know, a lot of people, because I was one of those people, like, I do not. I am. I, would, I used to be so afraid to even let my emotions go because I felt like it was Pandora's box. Like, did not want to talk about my childhood, did not want to talk about anything because I felt like once my emotions are out, I wasn't going to be able to regulate them. And so, or even understand or articulate how I was feeling. And what I realized was it just literally, it was an excuse and I wasted so much time where I could have been living healthier a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Out of, mm-hmm. you know, my fear. So I just want to encourage all of you guys to, you know, um, while we're into this, to, you know, make sure you ask yourself those hard questions, you know. And that's a form of self-care, a form of self-love. Like, don't be toxic. Be healthy. And ask yourself those questions. Ask your partner the questions that you've been wanting to ask him or her. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ask those questions. Those things actually bring you close together. And just a nugget before I get off this. <laughs> a lot of people think that, you know, you being happier, getting along with, you know, your partner, you know, makes a happy relationship and a good relationship. Granted, it's always great to have, you know, a partner that you're happy you're happy with or that you guys get along. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, there's nothing that brings two people closer together than a hard time like, or a hard conversation. Like, if you, no one can tell me that they're really close friends with me unless we've argued, unless we had a misunderstanding, because the thing is, we came out stronger on the other side of that. Like, if they if they can't get through conflict with you, then that's not a real sister. That's not a real brother. Like, that's just associate. Like, if they can get through something with you, that's a real relationship that you need to keep. Right. No, I feel you. If you're not able to truly ask somebody some hard questions or not even just hard questions. If you are afraid to even ask somebody a question because you're afraid of how they might take you or how your relationship might change, then that, that's, there's no stop solidarity in that foundation exactly. to begin with. Exactly. If you, don't, if you guys sit there and take a step back for a second thought, 
before you ask something or before you say something, then you got to reevaluate who you're calling your friend. Because I, I understand people are sensitive, but at the same time, you have to be able to to say how you feel, how that person made you feel, talk about it, yep. and and learn, live, love, and grow from it. Exactly. That's how I knew we were friends because I, I cut you out all the way from Nashville <laughs> to Georgia. She took it, too. She took it. And, you know, I was like, look at that. I was like, okay, we real, real. She <laughs> made me so mad that day. It was Oh no, we didn't have to go in on that note. <laughs> <laughs> good times, good times. Oh man, good times. But I thank you again for coming on the podcast. I truly appreciate your time and, and sharing and sharing your thoughts with us and, and really keeping it keeping it real. Um Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So guys, I want you to talk to me. Definitely. You can follow me on Instagram at what Z said. We can talk about it and we can have a, a chat. Most importantly, remember, like I said, we're going to laugh together. We're going to love together. We're going to cry. But most importantly, we're going to grow. Thank you for tuning in this week on what Z said. And look forward to seeing y'all again when it's Think About It Tuesday. What Z said.